are outdoor ladies who hunt, shoot, and fish, all while working in conservation and chasing kids. I am Julia Plugge with the Nebraska Game and Parks Commission. I'm Rachel Alice with the Iowa Department of Natural Resources. And I'm Tana Fancher with the Kansas Department of Wildlife Parks. Follow us on our outdoor adventures. Welcome back to She Goes Outdoors. It has been a wet week here in Kansas. It's really good for our pollinator plots. So if you got out and used your She Goes Outdoors subscription box to get those pollinator plots in the ground, that's awesome. Those wildflowers are getting some rain, which is what we needed. Julia, Rachel, how's the weather looking out your way? Same here. It's It's been dreary yesterday, and it was a little dreary today. But like you said, we absolutely need the rain here. So I'm okay with doing the rain dance for maybe the rest of the day and then it's time for that sun to come out <laughs> agreed yeah they say may what is it may no april showers bring may flowers well maybe we, some may showers are bringing june flowers they say that the weather's going to be coming i'm getting excited but it is kind of fun to actually enjoy a little bit of spring it actually feels like it right now even if we're about three weeks behind schedule. I know those <laughs> farmers are not happy about the rain, but um, uh, I'm looking forward to the to the water levels getting up so we can get out paddling once the, uh, once the high waters go down a little bit more. Yeah, I'm so excited. I actually have a bachelorette trip planned around Leesburg, Missouri at Ozark Outdoors Resort. And I'm really hoping that all this rain and high water we got is not going to screw up our paddling and floating plans, but we'll see. Fingers crossed. Always something on the books, Tana. That's right. All right. Well, as you know, we here at She Goes Outdoors love it when our guests reach out to us. Um, We're always getting topic ideas or suggestions on people to talk to. And recently we had one of our, our friends and our bow participant, Jessica Nikolai, and she reached out saying that she was she wanted to talk with us. And we said, come on board. Jessica's highly involved in the outdoors and and has a really fun background that we're excited to share with our listeners today. So a ball of energy and enthusiasm. We are so glad she can be on today. Welcome, Jessica. Thank you. Thanks for having me on the show today. So Jessica, to kick us off, will you just kind of help us get to know you? Uh, Maybe give us a little background on where you're from, um, you know, what your childhood was like, how you ended up getting into the outdoors, anything you'd like to share? Yeah, so um, I grew up here in Oberlin Park, Kansas, in the Kansas area. I didn't do a whole lot of outdoor stuff growing up. I was a little bit of a tomboy and I did play outside, you know, with the neighbor kids and stuff like that and exploring a little. Um, But then as in high school, I did more volunteering and working. And then um, I joined the Navy. I was in the Navy uh, for about a total of eight years. And then I left the Navy and came back to Kansas. And so I worked on two degrees and um, I do legal. And so I'm a paralegal currently at a um, elder law firm that I adore completely. I, I miss the military. 
Every day, um, I was a yeoman third class petty officer, and I worked for the officers on board the ship. And um, I was out to sea for Operation Durham Freedom and Iraqi Freedom. That was a fun nine month deployment. And so, but that's a little bit about me. I'm married and I do have three amazing kids. Um, some of them can be challenging at time, um, but others are the joy. Um, and so I recently was able to take one of my kids on a fun little adventure excursion that we did with, um, we went on a swamp tour and crawfish excursion. So that was her first kind of taste of doing some stuff outdoors besides, of course, Girl Scouts. So that was a lot of fun. That sounds like a great time. Did you eat any of the crawfish? Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> it was my first time eating them. And let me tell you, that was the perfect opportunity to have crawfish for the first time. Mud bugs are my favorite. Little andouille sausage, some corn, and more Cajun spice than I want to talk about. And sign me up. That sounds amazing. And I have to say, Jessica, thank you so much for your service. We uh, we truly appreciate it. Um, before we kind of keep going, did you have any fun stopovers? I always, it's fun talking to Navy friends and they're like, we had two weeks in the most beautiful island that you've never even heard of or just fun stuff. I would love to say we got to do like two weeks, but there's just, it was more of a couple days pulling into port. Um, but my favorite was Australia. Australia was beautiful. Um, that was, that was a fun trip. If you ever get to go to Australia, that was a great trip. The other one I liked just because at that time I was a young mom, um, we pulled into Hong Kong and, uh, I was able to get like my daughter almost like two years worth of clothes at a very cheap amount and it lasted her for a long time so that was fun my favorite thing it wasn't when I was active duty but my favorite place I got to go to was Norway that is a gorgeous gorgeous place and the people and it's just amazing the hospitality the sites that was fun I have to ask too you mentioned that you um kind of missed like the navy lifestyle what is it is it the travel that you miss or was it the you know highly structured environment what was it to be honest it's the people um once you're in the military it's typically it's it's a community it's a little bit different it's hard to explain it to civilians that have never served in the military but it's it's funny because if you go up to somebody and they say that they're in the military you're just like automatically like family it was it's like a tight-knit community and everyone kind of helps out and looks out for each other and so you just kind of become one it's not this who's better than me kind of situation or you know kind of like high school you have your cliques it wasn't like that it was we're all together as one family and that was just the greatest family and that's kind of what i miss every day that sounds really special. And we're hoping to recreate some of that in the Women's Outdoor Network, you know, amongst our three states, but nationwide too. And, you know, obviously there's no comparing the experiences there, but we hope some of those things you enjoyed about that tight knit group you're seeing in your women's network that you're continuing to build. So let's talk more about that. 
Yes, I'm actually involved in a few outdoor um, groups. So I'll try to make this story really short. My husband and I went on our first vacation without kids ever and um, a couple years ago. And we went to Colorado and we're exploring this creek and this, these two gentlemen were fly fishing. And I was kind of curious. I went over by and asked them, you know, what you're doing and what kind of fish you're catching and can I see the fish? And uh, they were fly fishing and I ended up they ended up letting me try it. They let me see the trouts. I kissed the trouts and they kind of taught me a few pointers uh, while I was there. And then we went and climbed a mountain. And up on that mountain is when things like hit me, like kind of like you're up there and it's gorgeous and you're just like at peace. And you're like, just kind of let, let things come off your mind and your heart. And so what I ended up doing is when I came back to Kansas from that amazing trip, I finally decided to look at doing outdoor stuff with veterans. Previously, I volunteered with the Veterans Community Project, but then COVID hit. And so things kind of got put on a hiatus with volunteering with them. And then I was trying to research things to do with veterans and then also female veterans. And so I ended up finding Missouri Trout Fishing Association and they were tied into with Project Healing Waters. At that time, it was put on a hiatus because of COVID. So then um, I kind of did more stuff with Missouri Trout Fishing Association. And I got wrapped up in with them, and then I became secretary. And I do a lot of stuff with the fly fishing organization and the um, group from there. And then we kind of created, I shouldn't say we, um, there's a couple gentlemen who created a group called Frontline Fly Fishing. And it's um, to where it's not only for uh, military or veterans or active duty and things like that, but it's also for frontline personnel. So you got your police, your EMT, your nurses, doctors, firefighters. And so I became secretary for that group. And then I've been doing some other things to where I can get more involvement with women. And it's hard finding veteran women to do stuff with. And then that's when I went with American Heroes in Action. I went on a pheasant hunt. And one of the guys told me about this group called Wonder Woman. And I went back home that night and looked up Wonder Woman. And I was like, I want to try that out. And because it's all women. And so I went and did that. And I went to a couple of events. And it was just amazing about the women. And through joining them is how I found out about the She Goes Outdoors podcast. And along with Bo. Because I never heard about Bo. And I was like, I want to do that. So I signed up for the ice fishing box and I got the ice fishing box and I was like, cause that's something on my list. I was like, I want to try ice fishing. So I saw Nebraska was hosting their ice fishing boat. And so I went up there this January and I had the time of my life. That was so much fun. Everyone was great. I got to learn how to use my ice fishing rod and caught four trout on the ice and then the next morning I went back by myself and uh, I got a little scared because the ice was cracking and I never heard that before. And all I hear is a thunk and a crack. And then I was like, yep, it's time to go. So I, I didn't get my fifth trout. 
Jessica, I'd be the same way. That little crickly of the ice just makes you a little paranoid, even though it might be thick. It's just that it's that noise. That's it, it was. It really was, especially since I was out there by myself. Because I was like, I want to fish a little bit more before I head back to Kansas. <laughs> so I was the only one out there. So that was a little nerve wracking. But I did it. And I, I've been starting to do a little bit more things on my own. I will tell you that part of the reason that in Colorado, um, I finally decided that I needed to deal with something that I was holding in for so long. And that was my military sexual trauma from when I was in the military. And I realized that holding it in wasn't the greatest thing for me because it was still tugging at my heart and pulling on me and kind of in the back, you know, closet. And so, um, I finally decided to deal with it and I enjoy doing the stuff outdoors because it's therapeutic. It's um, being able to get out there. You're kind of like not necessarily at peace out on the water or doing outdoor stuff, but it's, it's very helpful and relaxing. And it's not something that you're stressing out about. You're not constantly thinking about it. Um, it's kind of a coping mechanism, I guess you can say for me. And so that's a little bit of the reason why I've been doing a lot of stuff outdoors. I didn't get to grow up doing a lot of this stuff because I had to work at a very young age. And then I joined the military at a very young age. But I really enjoy it. And one of the favorite, one of my favorite parts too, besides helping me deal with my PTSD from the military sexual trauma is that in my job, I work for a company, a great elder law firm, um, Shepherd Elder Law Group. And um, I deal with a lot of elderly every day. And I get to share some of my stories and some of my fishing stories and um there's times where some of the clients will you know tell me about their fishing stories or their greatest adventures that they've been on and it's just it's an amazing um thing to listen to um to hear their stories and then also get pointers and advice and um it's funny because one of them um, has been the greatest reason of me trying a few of the things that I've kind of ventured out and that was honey and so Wow. It just, it definitely, it seems like a trend that you're explaining here and, and all the organizations uh, that you're involved with. And I just absolutely love that you are reaching outdoors for, I guess, that therapy for that coping. Um, you know, I feel like, you know, that's the way that all of our listeners that's why they're here is, is they connect with the outdoors for the therapy. And I'm, I'm seeing that in a trend with you as well. Um, and then when you get involved with an organization, like you are truly involved and that's absolutely awesome. Besides like what you've explained so far, what motivates you to, to take such active roles in these groups? To be honest, um, I've always given back and I try to give back in ways that I'm able to. Um, I'm not the most financial person, but being able to give back to others by my time and um, energy is something that I like. And plus, I was a secretary for the officers. I'm really good at notes and, you know, 
typing and you know organizational stuff like that and so it's it's my skill set and it's something that I can share with other people I really enjoy just the community of um, these groups. Um, last night we had um, our fish fry for um, Missouri Trout Fishermen Association, and it was so much fun on the people. And we get to share, you know, fishing stories and show pictures, and it's a great time. And um, some of the guys, I kind of helped created and found this app to help where we can get some of these people out fishing and they can instantly message um in this app and say hey i'm gonna be at like james a reed at two o'clock who wants to join me or i'll meet you there just come and bring your you know fly rods and so uh i got to help a lot with getting that set up and last night it was great because i had a few people come up to me and was like i really appreciate that you found this and you shared it with us and that we're able to do this um because it's one thing doing you know stuff outdoors on your own but there's times where you want that company you want to um, be able to talk and just kind of vent if needed or just have someone there um, not even talk just fish right next to you Jessica, you had mentioned giving of the volunteer rather than monetary. And honestly, and I bet the same thing is with with Kansas and Iowa. It actually is that physical leadership. It's that physical volunteer that we are in the most need of. The mentors, the the boots on the ground people. Uh, It's easy for someone to open up their purse or their wallet, but it takes a lot more meaningful time and ability to actually physically be there with these organizations and to be that mentor. And, and I see you as a mentor in these organizations and um, we compliment you for that and big pat on the back for you. And, and on the second part of that is you're talking about creating those communities, needing that community. And again, we're seeing that with the, within the female outdoors organizations that females are joining these groups because they're, they're looking for that community, that group of like-minded women that will do these things together. And again, you know, thank you for doing that and sharing your experience with our listeners. No problem. Thank you for having me on the show. And I appreciate everything you ladies do too. Um, just listening to you every chance I get um, when you guys post a new podcast is it's really nice. And it's funny because at the Kansas bow, just, I knew who Tana was as soon as I heard her voice. I was like, <laughs> oh, that's her. And then thinking, and, uh, and then hearing some of the stories, um, some of the things that they taught us um, at Bo, just hearing the lady's voice, I was like, oh, I know her. And then some of the things um, that was uh, mentioned, I was like, oh, yeah, I learned that on Bo. Or uh, she goes outdoors. And they're like, oh, you listen to it. And I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I listen to it all. And then um, I also listened to the Flatlander, and I learned some of the things from there, too, that I mentioned. And all the ladies were like, she goes outdoors. And I was like, yes, you have to put that on your pod list playlist and make it to where you get it weekly. And same thing with the Flatlander. <laughs> it was so much fun at Bo. I loved the turkey hunt, um, the turkey training class is something I did too, the turkey talk class. Um, the turkey hunt I did, and then I did also the Dutch oven cooking. I did that twice. And one was, one was, I purposely, I guess, did it twice because actually I helped 
other ladies learn about the Dutch oven because I took it the day before and then the next day was my actual scheduled day and I was like I'm going to go do it again because that's something I always wanted to learn was Dutch (laughs) oven cooking and I was helping other ladies cook and it was so much fun and learning about the cast iron and how to keep it clean and taking care of it. Let me tell you, before that class, I had three cast irons down in my basement that I thought I ruined and I was like, somehow I've got to get these fixed or figure out what to do. And then I took that class and I'm just like, when I went to Louisiana on the trip with my daughter recently, um, we actually went antique shopping and, uh, I found a lot of antique cast iron that I picked up and it was just because of the instructors, um, tell us about the history and kind of the older ones, um, are a little bit better than the, the newer ones that you buy at the store. So it was a lot of fun. Um, but hey, uh, Jessica, I totally have to stop you there. Cause this is a really funny story. A, first off, thank you for all of the kind things you said, both about She Goes Outdoors podcast and Flatlander. That warms our hearts so much, and we really appreciate it. Two, I think it's funny because it is both um, the most flattering thing in the world and also the most, like, oh, my gosh, I'm so embarrassed thing when people recognize us by our voices because you know how it is when you hear your own voice on a recording and you're like, oh, my gosh, why do people listen to me? So <laughs> just cracks me up that you said that. But, um, no, we're so totally flattered. But three, you guys, so at the beginning of Kansas BOW, all these gals, all these new participants are sitting in the room, and we had almost 100% new participation this year, which was fantastic, people that had never been to our bow before. And I'm telling these gals, like, hey, we love you. We're so glad you're here, but we don't want you to come back every year for the next 10 years. We want you to treat this like a pathway and to learn and to take all the classes you want in the next couple of years and come back to us as assistant instructors, instructors, and help share that knowledge with other people. So I say this thinking over the next couple of years, people might start coming back as assistant instructors. Jessica takes her Dutch oven class. The next day I walk down and I see Jessica teaching Dutch oven class. So she has a service heart and she she totally took that pathways concept to heart and she jumped in and was already helping people and um, sharing the knowledge that she had with others. So I just wanted to point out how cool that was. That was way more rapid speed pathway than I ever expected. But Jessica, you're pretty advanced, I'd say. <laughs> Thank you. What other what other classes did you take, Jessica? You sound like so, you took a, a intro to turkey and then a turkey a mentor turkey hunt and then Dutch yes. oven. Yes. Originally, I was supposed to do kayaking after the turkey hunt, but um, I saw that there was a lot of people doing the um, kayaking, and there was only a couple people who uh, did the Dutch oven. I was like, I'm gonna go do that. <laughs> Um, so I did the turkey talk class and that was a lot of fun. There was a few things that I didn't know that was very informational and that I enjoyed. And then also some of the silly, um, noises that was made with the box calls. Those were kind of fun learning how to do those. And then, um, I did the, the mentor turkey hunt and that was amazing. I really liked it. I learned actually quite a bit. That was my second time ever doing a turkey hunt. 
and it was totally different than my first experience. And this one was where we were in a pop-up blind for a while, and then we decided to ditch the pop-up blind, and we went and explored. And I learned so much by walking around and exploring. My uh, mentor taught me a lot about um, some of the birds and animals that we saw, um, and then also about techniques, about putting our back against trees and kind of perfect spots to be able to sit and then how to sit to where it's comfortable to sit for a long period of time. And so that was, that was a lot of fun. And then also just speaking with a lot of the ladies, one of the things we did too, that wasn't actually a class that I, I loved because after listening um, to a couple of the podcasts about um, foraging and natural kind of things to find that you can eat outdoors, we were able to go and find some morels and we learned about different types of plants that we can find and different types of mushrooms. I was really surprised about the different types of mushrooms that you can find that you're able to eat, which speaking of which in Louisiana, I found a perfect mushroom bag. <laughs> so I'm excited about being able to use that at some point because I learned about the mushroom bag where I was there about having to have a good netted bag to where you can release the spores. So I, it was a very amazing experience for that weekend at Bo. I learned a lot. I even learned a lot when we were down in the tornado shelter for three hours. <laughs> yeah, we forgot to mention <laughs> that we had to go. Uh, there was a tornado warning twice when we were at Bo, and so we had to get all the ladies down into the basement of the Rock Springs 4-H Center near Junction City, Kansas, which is where we were. And I got to give a shout out to Rock Springs. Jessica, I know you probably feel the same. They were serving us hot rolls and chocolate cake while we were in the basement of this tornado shelter. Like it was 12 out of 10 um, wood shelter there again situation. So it was really, really cool. Um, And while we're giving shout outs too, I want to be sure to mention our um, mentored turkey hunt and the turkey talk at the Becoming an Outdoors Woman event this year was sponsored and organized by a really great women's organization called Wilderness. Um, We've plugged Wilderness before. We've interviewed their members on our podcast. So Definitely wanted to give them a shout out. Um, They were absolutely wonderful. And they had some help as well from uh, Laura Mendenhall with the Kansas Wildlife Federation and even our female commissioner, Commissioner Lauren Sill. So um, it was really, really fun to have those folks out and have uh, different groups involved. And we sure appreciated them taking on the, uh, the leadership of that. So just want to give those shouts. Yes, Wilderness did a great job. Um, I've got to go to one of their events and it was fun because as soon as I walked in at uh, Rock Springs, um, I got to see some of the ladies and they welcomed me right over to the table to sit and eat. And it was just, it was a lot of fun. And then my mentor was a congresswoman, or I'm sorry, commissioner. I apologize. I kept on doing that to her quite a few times. It's calling her congresswoman. <laughs> she would probably take it. She yelled at me because I kept calling her commissioner. So instead of Lauren, she's like, call me Lauren, call me Lauren. So yeah, commissioner Sill or Lauren, she's great. <laughs> Whatever you call her. She is wonderful. We're so thankful to have her out and supporting. She has been a champion for all of our events, but especially our women's events. Uh, she's come out to speak at our um, women's hunter education classes as well that are taught by women for women. Uh, she's just been a really incredible supporter and asset to the Kansas Department of Wildlife and Parks and just outdoor recreation in our state in general. So we're very thankful for her. Jessica, on the turkey hunt now, 
you had mentioned you didn't really get a turkey at the Kansas VOW, but you got another shot at a turkey with a different group. What group was that? Um, I mean, we've, we've talked about a lot of amazing groups, but I just wanted to make sure I highlight that organization that you were with. It was with Camp Valor Outdoors. It was a group of veterans that we got to go with, and they they did an amazing job. I arrived Friday. I was welcomed. Um, they offered to help me with my bags. Uh, we had a dinner before um, Saturday, um, going out on our turkey hunt that morning. And that Friday evening, oh, let me tell you, I was since I was the only female, I stood up on that bench because I'm short, and I stood up on that bench and I was like, "My name is Jessica Nikolai. I'm from Ola Park, Kansas." Navy uh, veteran. I go uh, YN3. I go, I'm going to have the biggest bird and I'm going to get the first one. And uh, I sure enough, next morning, it was my coffee was even cold and we didn't have to turn on the heater. With Before 7 o'clock a.m., we had my bird. We were already loaded up and heading back. Nice. It was an amazing hunt. I had this amazing uh, Navy retired i want to say he was a chief or officer if i remember correctly his name was mick and he did the greatest job on teaching me um about my blind about um when the turkeys were about 200 yards how to start calling them in and then it was funny because we had them coming in and then all of a sudden it goes quiet and we're like where did they go and He's like, they're going to come up probably along the wood tree line. And I'm like, okay, so I'm trying to keep eye out there. He's like, they're right in front of us. And I was waiting for the word fire. And he's like, and he told me, take them. And I'm like, take them. And I was like, what? Take them. I'm like, I can shoot now? He's like, yes. <laughs> and so I shot and uh, I ended up getting my bird and it was before 6.53. And one of the favorite parts about it was <laughs> a couple of my lines was, my coffee's still hot and we didn't have to turn the heater on. That's so the best. Was, That's I, uh, That is my favorite literally. type of hunt. I'm not going to lie. Best. Yes. And it was amazing. So then um, what ended up happening is once we got back to camp, of course, you know, I did all my pictures and uh, of my bird. And then I ended up cleaning my own turkey. And I was taught, um, I was watching someone else clean theirs first. And then I was like, I'm going to do it. And so I did it all on my own. And it was, it was amazing. It was, it was really amazing group. I love what John's doing with Camp Valor Outdoors and everyone that is with them. And uh, I'm looking forward to doing more things with them. They give back a lot to veterans. And um, they did a great job making me feel welcomed and appreciated, especially because at first I was a little uncomfortable um, just because I was only female. But it, it was everyone was very respectful and very nice and friendly and they taught me a lot and then it was fun because they were teaching me more things too once we got back and done with our turkey hunt because since I got the first bird on the first day I got to you know go fishing and I got to do a little bit of other things too um, while waiting for all the other guys to get their bird so it was really fun I got to tease them but I and I got the biggest beard so, so. <laughs> sounds like a sounds like a mission accomplished that that's an amazing hunt amazing story and and 
and kudos um, to Camp Valor for for what they're doing. It sounds like a really well-run show and and a great experience. Jessica, you kind of talked a little bit earlier about you know what the outdoors has has meant to you and and you know maybe discovering it discovering the outdoors outdoor hunting this whole kind of experience um a little bit later after you got done with your military service you also mentioned before we got on camera on before we got on mic today that you wanted to really kind of to share your experience as a woman veteran who might have suffered from PTSD like would you just kind of share with our listeners a little bit more about like what the outdoors has helped you with like how has it played a role in your your life and your growth and your experiences it's helped a lot with me to be able to talk more it's helped me um because I, it's, I don't know exactly how to describe it, um, but just being outdoors is so therapeutic and it's helped a lot with being able to um, deal with it on a day-to-day basis and just being out and experiencing the nature is it's amazing and it's, it's helped a lot. And then also there's a couple of few people that I share um, my story with and talk about some of the things um, about the experience I had uh, with my PTSD, with the military sexual trauma or anything like that. And so just being outdoors and doing stuff and having someone talk with you even you know not necessarily about details and stuff like that just communicating um when i'm by myself outdoors fishing it's it's just soothing it's relaxing you're not stressing about things you're not overthinking about things it's not you're not being triggered um to think about those things because you're kind of calm and just relaxed almost kind of like going to the spa but outdoors just in talking to you you can see the confidence that oozes out of you once you start talking about getting outdoors bringing other people with you and just that it's pretty it's pretty amazing quite honestly just I can imagine as as a fairly shy individual myself in other situations once you get outside and and you have like that little bit of confidence i i I would i would speculate that probably 15 years ago you weren't standing on top of a bench yelling your name saying i'm gonna get the biggest bird out here (laughs) and and then actually following through with that so um kudos to you for for putting yourself out there for taking that step for getting involved in the like eight different organizations that we've talked about today and, and really just learning. And, and it sounds like passing it on to your kids. Uh, I think that's such an important thing that, that as a mother, um, we get out and, and to Tana's point, I'm going to get my soapbox now that we get out, learn ourselves and then share it. Um, and, and don't be afraid to say, I don't actually know everything, right? Like I'm learning myself, but I, it's something I want to share and learn with you. So I'm so glad that you that you felt comfortable to kind of bring all of us and our listeners on this journey with you. And uh, and it's been it's been really fun getting to talk with you today. So 
I'm going to turn it over to Julia because I know she has another great question for you. What advice do you have for other women uh, that may be in that same position you were in uh, coming out of the service? One of the biggest things that I've learned is I held it in and I never talked about it. I never mentioned it. I never anything. And it eats at you, whether you know it or not. Um, One of the biggest things is to be an advocate for yourself. And so being able to seek that help. Um, I know there's times where it's hard to find help, um, but you have to keep on pushing to get out there and find help and assistance. Biggest thing is to talk about it. One of the things is is you got to let others in. Um, If not, I mean, I've seen quite a few people who've done um, suicide because they're, they were not able to communicate and handle it. And so one of the things is we don't want that. We want everybody to be able to reach out either if it's with, you know, getting assistance with the veterans, um, the health department or a local person, or even finding like, for instance, the outdoor group and finally talking with other people. One of the biggest things um, that I mentioned earlier is finding women veterans. Women's veterans, you're, you're into that community, your family, especially if you find another female veteran, it's easy to talk to. Just know that there's ways of handling it and dealing with it. And it's something that shouldn't establish you. Um, it should make you want to do more for others and so i think that's that's really big and definitely try doing stuff outdoors that's the biggest thing um i think that has helped a lot and it's only help with ptsd it helps with other things too well jessica i want to commend you again um on the service heart you have you know you came out of your military service and you went right into serving other groups serving others in the outdoor community and um, i think that's really powerful and i have a feeling that you will continue to do that for a long time because you are very generous with your time and knowledge so it's been great having you on with us today we love that you're a member of our she goes outdoors family and we're endlessly impressed by the great work you're doing in the outdoors and the way you're sharing it with others so any final parting thoughts for our listeners today one of the things i would like to mention is I'd like to challenge everyone is to take a female veteran or even a female outdoors or offer to watch their kids or their dog to where they can go do outdoor things. I know that that's huge is to get other females and female veterans involved and volunteer to take a veteran out, even if not for a whole day, at least for a couple hours, just outdoors, take a veteran out, give back to um, veterans and also for females. I love that. That is a great challenge and call to action. And I especially like that you pointed out that support doesn't always have to mean taking someone out yourself. It could mean, like you said, watching their kids, watching their animals just so that they can get away. So really good points, Jessica. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. And just a little plug, if anyone listening um, happens to fall into that veteran, um, female veteran category, do some Google searching. Every state has programs. Most outdoors groups have specific focused programs. So whether you want to get out turkey hunting, whether you want to get out and learn how to 
you know, fly cast like Jessica. I lived in Colorado. Telluride Adaptive Sports was an amazing program that did different military outreach. So just get on the Dr. Google and and find a program that you can connect with and ask for that that help, that support, um, because there are people out there that are willing and and interested and, and would love to connect with you and and get you get you out out of your head, out of out of your space to to learn. So Jessica, I'm going to echo it. Thanks again for sharing your time and and your energy and your voice with us today. Um, For our listeners, be sure to follow She Goes Outdoors Facebook page. Um, We have updates on the program, the adventures of the three of these voices that you hear weekly. And um, as a reminder, the backpacking box is still available. So if you're interested, get signed up. Um, It'll be coming out to your, to your, front stoop your porch your steps here soon subscribe get updates on our new episodes give us feedback um we as you can tell love to have our guests on and and chatting with us so as always we can't wait to see you outdoors outdoors